Five. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Joining you here tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And, of course, you can join us over on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. You get to actually control the content of the site as well. So if you find something online that you think is interesting, you want to share with some of our listeners, you can submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com, and then others will vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. And the most voted up, make it to the front page in the top of the website. Once again, freetalklive.com. We're going to start things out here tonight with a special guest, because it's a pretty big weekend here in New Hampshire. Uh, it is the weekend prior to the primary, and of course, a lot of eyes are on New Hampshire right now. The place not, is crawling with politicos. <laughs> right. Not only are a lot of eyes on New Hampshire, but yeah, a lot of people have just come up here uh, for the weekend, essentially, to do some focused outreach and uh, focused you know, activism to support Ron Paul. Uh, of course, people coming from all around the country to uh, to get here, and they're crashing at uh, people's houses. Uh, I know that uh, Michelle Seven, who is a former co-host on this program, she's got something like ten people that are that are staying at her house. Uh, so a lot of people have come up here, and they're getting active. You know, they're hitting the streets uh, to support the Ron Paul campaign. Mark, you even you left your home today, and you went to <laughs> to Central Square and waved signs for a couple hours. Got a, got a overwhelmingly <clears throat> positive response. I really did. I mean. I was out there for about two and a half hours and, uh, you know, it didn't seem like a, a minute went by where I wasn't – where, where, where uh, horns weren't honking and, uh, of course, I was getting lots of waves, thumbs ups, nods and all those things. I, I you know, got very few negative uh, responses. Um, and most, mostly people don't want to look at you and want to go about their day, which, of course, you know, they're coming into a traffic circle. That's probably what they should be doing, frankly. But, you know, people get excited about the political candidates. So we're going to talk to uh, somebody who, who has come up here for the weekend, and he's, he's, it's not his first time in New Hampshire as I understand it. Jordan Page uh, is a musician and probably one of the more, I guess, names in the liberty movement that I, I mean, I hear Jer- Jordan Page all over the place. I know that, uh, Jordan, you played at the Porcupine Freedom Festival uh, this year. Uh, was that your first experience in New Hampshire or have you been up here before? No, I've played in New Hampshire a bunch of times. I, um, the, the, for my first year at Porkfest was uh, 2010 and, uh, and they actually brought me in as the headliner for Porkfest that year, which was awesome. And then this this past year, I came back again, and it was just a, a, an amazing experience. But I also played at I played at UNH a couple of times on my uh, Liberty College tours, and um, have developed a, a pretty cool following in the area. Yeah. Now I know I've heard your music here and there, and I've I've enjoyed what I've heard. Certainly, you I believe you're the gentleman behind the Adam Kokesh theme song. Am I correct? That's true. Yeah, my song Dragons. Adam's a good friend, and he uh, he asked me uh, for. For some for some music, and I said, "Well, I got this brand new album. Check it out. Pick a song," <laughs> and that was the one that he that he dug, which is also my favorite song on the album too. Great, yeah, it's it's a really good uh, good track. And folks can go to jordanpagemusic.com to hear some of your music and I guess learn more about you. But what was it that inspired you to come up to New Hampshire this weekend? Well, obviously the the primaries going on. Um, some good friends of mine who organized the Liberty Fests in New York, which they've they've had me as the the headlining entertainment for the last couple of years, um, we're putting this, this show together with uh, the Revolution Pack, 
as one of the main sponsors. And uh, they asked me to come up and, and entertain the Ron Paul supporters. And, you know, I'm, anytime I have an opportunity to, to, you know, travel anywhere and perform my original music for, for the folks that, you know, really, really get it, you know, that's, that's always uh, a chance, something that I, that I jump to do. And, uh, you know, I've already, already today, I've already been, I was sign waving too, Mark, and uh, at, uh, at Murphy's um, earlier today. And there's just tons of people out there. And I just, I'm getting to reconnect with all the activists that I know from all over the country, um, good friends and basically people who are like family. So it's, it's kind of a reunion for me for with a lot of folks that I know and love and, mm-hmm. and also a chance for me to meet some new people and, and spread the message and support Ron. So uh, how long have you been uh, playing music uh, for, you know, for a living? I mean, are you making a living at this? Yes, I am. I actually started playing music live, uh, you know, as a, as a career in 2004. Um, but I, it wasn't until 2000, the end of 2006 that I, I became politically conscious. And I, I took all of 2007 and, and, and half of eight to get myself uh, prepared for what was to come. And then I started uh, doing Liberty events um, and I, I do it. I do it full time. I tour nationally, uh, both solo and now with a band. And I do. I do colleges through Young Americans for Liberty and Students for Liberty. I do shows for you know end of Fed shows. I do shows for Oath Keepers and Restore the Republic, Campaign for Liberty. Really, any 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 Liberty conscious groups that that are putting on events that they want some music for. You know, a lot, a lot of events are just lots a lot of speeches, and I come in and I you know melt some faces and bring some music to it. And and it, it kind of changes the tone and gives it gives it a, a more uh, fun atmosphere. A lot of these things I do, but a lot of things I do also are just are just straight up Jordan Page concerts. I uh, headline at the Rams Head on stage, which is a pretty big venue in, in Annapolis, Maryland, this past Thursday, and uh, we definitely freed some minds that night. And um, mm. so I'm, we're just trying to do more and more shows. And I play probably about between four and six shows a month all over the, all over the country, different states, and I go wherever wherever the people are. So what do you um, when you say free uh, freed some minds um, and a lot of people use terminology like this uh, that that people woke up or that they've uh, you know that they've been enlightened um, regarding the ideas of liberty what does it mean to you what is free, well, I'll tell you exactly what it means and I'm I'm really glad you asked this because I just figured this out like two days ago okay <laughs> I've I've been at this for several years and and I just figured this out I, I'm no longer calling this like a revolution. I'm calling it a renaissance. Okay. I, I, like, I, I, I think that what this all really is, is a consciousness movement. Okay. It's a, it's a movement of ideas and, and, you know, helping people to connect the dots that, that are in front of their face. But, you know, if, if you look at a page full of dots, that's all you see. When you connect those dots together, it makes the whole picture. And I think, you know, with being able to, to, you know, I'm a singer-songwriter, so I'm, I'm talking to people between the songs and, 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 and introducing ideas to them that they may not have heard before. And, and, and a lot of people at my show the other night had never had not, had not been privy to the information or had just not, not known about this recent National Defense Authorization Act that can indefinitely imprison folks. And people Citizens. hadn't heard about it. And, and I was amazed they hadn't heard about it because it's all I hear about. It's all I talk about. Yeah. And, and so it was an opportunity for to reach some people who hadn't heard the message. And people were coming up to me after the show when I was signing autographs and signing CDs, and they were just saying, you know, I, 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 feel, I feel different now. Like, I, I want to find out about Ron Paul. I want to find out what this is all about. You know, I, I've, I've never been to a concert where people were actually talking about things that mattered. What, what so would bring them to your show? I mean, was it like they came along with a friend who already knew about you, or they just happened to show up in the right club at the right time? What, what would bring someone like that to a Jordan Page concert? It 
runs the gambit. I think a lot of the people that talked to me that night were brought by friends who mm-hmm. who, who did know my music. Um, and, and I I have lived in Maryland, and, and so I, I have a large fan base there. And so, you know, a lot of people came, and they all brought friends. And those friends had never heard me before. Or they might have heard my name but never heard the music. And it was really, it was just, it was one of my best concerts to date. And, and I was really able to articulate the message and, and, and get and just break through this 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 barrier that people have of 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 really mostly apathy, but also ignorance. And you know, a lot of people are right on the cusp, like they're 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 pissed off or they're disappointed or they're just disenfranchised, and they are are, are looking for for an articulation for what they're feeling. And music is a very non-threatening way of of communicating a message. Because because it comes in 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 a, in a form and in a medium that you know everyone loves, you know, and 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 if you like the sound of of the of the song you're hearing, you might not be listening to the words, but then you buy the CD, you take it home, and then you listen to that album, and all of a sudden, it really clicks. And and the, and the opposite is also true too. My my agent in Los Angeles sent my my new album Liberty to a major radio guru in Boston, and 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 he listened to it and he loved it. He absolutely loved it. He called mm-hmm. it back. He said, I'm going to play this on, on every station in, in Massachusetts. And then awesome. two days later, he called him back and said, I'm never playing this album because Jordan Page supports Ron Paul. I just, mm-hmm. I just figured it all out. <laughs> you know, Jordan Page is a libertarian. He supports Ron Paul. So I'm never playing this album. Wow. So it goes, it goes both it ways. It sounds you know? like you're dealing with some of the same stuff we deal with. Uh, we lost to some radio stations this year. Uh, looks like we're losing an advertiser because we're pro-peace. Uh, Jordan, can you stick with us and talk a little more? Sure, no problem. All right, more here with Jordan Page. His website, jordanpagemusic.com. Go and check him out. It's nice to know that somebody can make a living off of doing liberty-oriented music. That's a good sign. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the Internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free at 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line. If you got a question for Jordan Page, you're welcome to dial in, bring up uh, that. Or, of course, later we'll take your calls about absolutely anything. Once again, 855-453. You can uh, bring up whatever you want. That's the point of the show. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. Also inviting you to our website over at freetalklive.com. You can get signed up for news updates, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up there. That's news.freetalklive.com. We've got email updates, Facebook, Twitter, your choice. It's all up to you, completely free, at news.freetalklive.com. Now that the holidays have come and gone, it's time to get serious about your New Year's resolutions. For 2012, resolve to protect your most valuable asset, your family. Daily, we hear about all the things happening around the world that are destabilizing, uh, unemployment, Food shortages, natural disasters, just to name a few. For my preparation, I recommend WiseFoodStorage.com. 
WiseFoodStorage.com offers delicious, ready-made meals that are stored and that are packaged in uh, metal mylar pouches and carry a 25-year shelf life. They come in a uh, plastic. Uh, tote. It's about three gallons. You can stack them up in the garage and uh, you can make these meals in just minutes simply by adding water. If uh, you've got some kind of uh, hurricane hits the house or something like that, you're going to need some food for a period of time. You can visit wisefoodstorage.com to request a free entree sample. And for a limited time, you can uh, use promo code FTL to get no-cost shipping on any order. It's wisefoodstorage.com or 855-FOODWISE. It's, again, it's 855-FOODWISE. Use promo code FTL for a free sample, free shipping on any order. Peace of mind, the greatest gift you can give the ones you love. It's wisefoodstorage.com. So we've got Jordan Page with us. He is of jordanpagemusic.com. Full-time, sounds like another full-time activist, uh, somebody who is able to actually make a living off of doing what is essentially, you know, liberty-oriented stuff. I mean, he's going around the country touring and singing about uh, freedom and making connections with people and, and helping folks understand maybe some ideas that uh, they haven't really been presented with before, and uh, I think it's great, Jordan, that more people are being able to turn the ideas of liberty into uh, into a career, and that's what you've done. And and, there, and there's a lot of people that are doing it. I, I think just I've had a lot of a lot of success and and and, and luck, really. <laughs> you know, but I've I've been hitting the pavement for. For many years, right? Now, and I'd like to, but before you go on with the luck thing, uh, Jordan. Before you go on with the luck thing, it's hitting the pavement every day that really makes it happen. Um, you know, I mean, you yeah. you don't get. It, there's certainly luck in a career uh, like yours. Uh, sometimes it can be involved, but um, at the same time, it's hard work. And that's 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 definitely true, and that's and that's fair to say. And, and I appreciate you saying that. Um, you know, I I just I feel really I feel really fortunate that. Um, you know all the things that that I've done, all the help that I've gotten from the movement, has enabled me to to be a full time touring activist. And there's a lot of folks that are a lot more active and putting themselves in a lot more danger than I am. I, I think right now, at this stage in the game, what what, what I'm meant to do, where my little talents lie, is is in is in you know, spreading the message. And uh, you know, and and that's what my purpose is for right now. I don't know what it'll be five years from now. You know, uh, if, if the United States will even exist five years from now, I, don't I know. sure hope not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 our our lives as as, as we know them. I mean, I, I'm I'm no friend to the to the state. That's for yeah. sure. You know, but but I also it's like I I, I have I have a lot of complicated emotions about about all this because I have I have a wife and I have children and mm. and and I, I I want them to you know live live as free people. And I've really been you know discovering what all that means because. Never taught anything. I've really, I've really grown like in the last five years to like to really understand. I was never taught anything about this, and it, whether it was in government school that I went, I was I never read the Constitution sure. or the Bill of Rights or the the uh, um, Declaration of Independence, the Federalist Papers or the Anti-Federalist Papers or anything. You know, I was never taught anything about theory. I was never taught anything about anything, and I I, I just swallowed the lies that I was fed. And it created it created a reality that just wasn't that just wasn't so. And so, coming from that perspective, you know, I I, I have a I have a, I mean, it, it's not a unique perspective. Just about everyone has 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 experienced this. But I'm able to articulate it in in music, and music can can get in can get in you without you knowing about it. And and really, what I'm trying to do is is just plant seeds of doubt for one. That that maybe the world that folks think that they're living in might not be the one that they're actually living in, 
you know, and then give give them an alternative, give them, give them an alternative perspective, and and which ultimately makes the most sense, you know. And and I can and I, and I like on my website, I have all kinds of of historical documents in PDF form people can read and 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 really get really get inside the the heads of our founders and 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 really kind of reconnect with what this was all supposed to be about and not what it is. You know, any, anybody who lo- who goes who looks up what what uh, a constitutional republic is, you know, the definition reads exactly as what what we we think America is supposed to be, or or, or like the, this idea of the of the of the, 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 the system is supposed to be. But you know, what it really is is a democratic dictatorship. In my in my, you know, and, right. and now we traded this, we this, traded was, the king for. 300 million kings um, as if yeah, you know the, exactly. the the arbitrary thoughts of one man is somehow tyrannical but the arbitrary wishes of 310 million aren't tyrannical um, and you know I don't really believe that we actually live in a democracy or anything like that I mean you essentially get the choice between two colostomy bags at election time and you'd pick the one that's less full and that's how you go right. about your business um, and then sure. those guys do their insider deals and things like that Obviously, Ron Paul is excluded from that. I mean, the lobbyists don't even drop by his office anymore. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I don't think for a second that Ron Paul's some kind of savior, but I think it's, you know, he's going to be a big, giant leap ahead of whatever else is, would get in the office. So, Jordan, you're in you New know, Hampshire uh, here again. And just right, can you give right. me some of your impressions about the activist scene that you've experienced up here with uh, some of the folks you've been meeting? Well, I think they're all they're all hardcore people up here. <laughs> I'm sitting in right now. I'm sitting in the nerve center of the uh, of the conspirators, and I'm, I I feel really at home. <laughs> you know, these these folks are are are, are fighting you know battles uh, in courts. They're 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 fight they're fighting you know uh, like they they just did a uh, an, an open carry demonstration at the UNH. And cause a lot of trouble up there, which I think is which is I think is awesome. You know, they've got people in in the legislatures that are that are just jamming things up. I mean, New, New Hampshire is is really just like the, the to me the nerve center of, of of activism in the country, just because of the the, the quantity of, of committed people who are here. You know, just kicking ass on every level. You know whether whether it's in, in actual state government or local or or what have you. I mean, even even just down to the people that go out and wave signs. You know, I, I'm I'm totally impressed with the folks up here, and, and I have so many friends here. You know, we 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 almost moved here. I don't I don't know I don't know what happened, but uh, uh, they, they they all want me to move up here. It's, it's not too late, <laughs> Jordan. The uh, the Free State Project is still rolling strong. We've got over eleven thousand people that have uh, have pledged to make That's the move. Right. We're only around a thousand that have actually that are actually here in New Hampshire. So it's a long term lifetime project. Obviously, but a lot be, visit sure. now and then too. Yeah, it'd be great to yeah. uh, to have you and the family move up here as your base of operations. Obviously, you're, you're going to be touring a lot. What are the chances you'll be touring with Kelly Clarkson anytime soon? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I, I, I have a lot more. I have a lot of respect for Kelly Clarkson for coming out and saying what she said, and Joe Perry too, and any, anybody that comes out and supports Dr. Paul, I, I, who's already, if, if you've already got like a, an established career, and then you you and, and you, it's a risky you, move you, on you their part it. for sure. It's Jordan, thanks for coming move. on tonight. JordanPageMusic.com. Yeah. We're coming up. Free talk. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. If they threaten you in your home, you can try to escape their tentacles by packing the car, leaving your house and much you've worked for, and hope to cross their borders. But if you lived on a boat, you weigh anchor and sail away. Not just any boat, a life yacht. 
It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. You can be involved for $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we have for you, including archives. If you've missed a moment of Free Talk Live, they're all there for you, or almost all of them, at least going all the way back to late 2006. Certainly the... Uh, New Hampshire era of Free Talk Live <laughs> is all there. Uh, so go to freetalklive.com and download as much or as uh, little as you would like of our program. It's all there and it's all free at freetalklive.com. If you're looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear, even survivalist gear, manventureoutpost.com is the place for you. They carry knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment. I've had um, many friends uh, go there and who are you know big into this and they understand the pricing and, and that kind of thing. I've gone to Man Venture Outpost and uh, you know, checked out, and it was fast and easy, and the service was great. There's no doubt, but uh, I can't say I'm an expert in this area. People that I would call experts say that these are some of the best rates they've ever seen on the internet, and as far as uh, camping, hunting, shooting, and survival gear go, it's ManVentureOutpost.com. They're members in good standing, the Better Business Bureau. It's family owned and operated. Some prices are so low they can't be mentioned on the air. You can get an additional five percent off. With coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. So we were just talking with Jordan Page. Uh, he's a liberty-oriented musician who's actually making it work. He's uh, he's made a career out of uh, doing music that has a liberty theme uh, to it. And I think that's great news. I mean, obviously, Mark, you and I, we've been doing talk radio with a liberty theme to it over the last several years, and it's worked out for us as well. And you've got uh, Kelly Clarkson and uh, now it was Joe Perry. Uh, they've come out in favor of, uh, of Ron Paul, and as was pointed out, it's a, you know, it's kind of a, it was kind of a risk. Right, for, that for was the thing. That. The difference I was going to point out is uh, a talk show is expected – you know, not necessarily, but expected to have a political bend of some sort to it. You're supposed to have opinions. To opinions, be yeah. Host. And so, you know, when uh, as a musician, you're not necessarily supposed to have opinions. Kelly Clarkson did very well with the huge bump from uh, tweeting about Ron Paul that she didn't expect at all. Right. Album sales shot up on Amazon from like 40-something to number two. But there are lots of people that responded to her tweet saying things like, I'll never listen to you again. Yeah, that's going to be tough Because to she said she liked an interview with Ron Paul on Jay Leno. I mean, it's amazing how people can get. Um, no, she said she liked Ron Paul. She did, but yeah. I mean, she was listening to Ron Paul uh, Lena, when when she did it. She was, was she? listening to the, the. I don't recall that. Um, well, I just heard an interview with her today, oh, really? so I'm telling you. Oh, it's because she's um, still talking about it. That's great. Yeah, there's she's just being interviewed on on NPR, and you know she. So I mean, you know, she makes one offhand tweet, and the world comes crashing down, and it's amazing. And the reason it's amazing is because politics is a threat against your neighbor. I mean, that's essentially what it comes down to. It's forcing your neighbor to do something that they wouldn't otherwise do. Now, Ron Paul, far less force involved in his, but a lot of people consider it a threat. A lot of people, um, you know, say that uh, make their money off the military industrial complex, Mm -hmm. say that Ron Paul's crazy. You can't just not kill hundreds of thousands of people around the world. What about the terrorists? I mean, of course, 
every time you kill somebody, you have a chance of uh, creating a new terrorist from their their son or their daughter or their brother or whomever. Um, you know, I mean, these are the problems with uh, with the interventionist foreign policies the United States has uh, participated in over the past fifty years, sixty years, seventy years thereabouts. Um, I'm, you know, I mean, this this whole problem with Iran, it's not like it's new, people. The United States installed a dictator in the 50s in Iran. They're still a little upset about it. The guy slaughtered tens of thousands of people, of Iranians. People in the United States don't know that. People in the United States don't know that uh, a U.S. fighter pilot shot down an Iranian jetliner in the 80s. They don't know that this tragedy occurred. Is all they think is that foreign policy started on 9-11, that those bad people came after us because they hate Coca-Cola, Britney Spears, and freedom. And I'll tell you what, if they hate freedom, they won because they've gotten, uh, you know, some, many of our freedoms have disappeared since then. This is true. So, of course, the Ron Paul campaign uh, goes on, and he's uh, in, I'm sure he's already in New Hampshire at this point, uh, t- touring about, doing his thing. There's a lot of people that have come up here from all around the country to get active. So it's a big weekend uh, here in New Hampshire, obviously. I, so I understand that there's a debate uh, going to happen here tonight this at, evening, yeah. at 9 o'clock Eastern. Again, Easter. tomorrow morning. Right, some kind of TV show, Meet the Press or something like that is going to have a debate. But uh, so it's great. I mean, it's I, I think Ron Paul is doing amazing work. I was having you know we had Pete Air on the show last night uh, from LibertyOnTour.com, Coplock.org. I ended up having a conversation with Pete last night after the show was over about supporting Ron Paul. And Pete's one of those guys. It's like totally turned off by the political process. Uh, I totally understand that. Yeah. I mean, the political process is extraordinarily frustrating. I mean, really, yeah. really frustrating. It takes forever to get anything done. That's the way, of course, it was designed, was intended to be, make it very difficult for people to get things into law. But, of course, once they're into law, then it's that much harder uh, to get them undone. And I was trying to, you know, I was explaining to him the reason why I support Ron Paul is not because I am under some delusion that he's going to save us. Uh, it's not because I'm under some delusion that he'll win. Maybe he will. Be nice. I, it certainly, um, you know, chances look pretty good. But I'm not under the delusion that even if he does win, that he'll be able to save us. Uh, because you know, this is not a one man's going to save you kind of thing. You've got to do something for yourself. Sure. You've got to do something to assure your own freedom if you ever want to be free. Uh, you can't depend on Ron Paul to do it for you. And you know, again, he's not. He's he's just. He would just be the president. He would also, you know, he could veto some stuff, but he wouldn't be able to just tear laws out of the the books or anything like that. Yes, he could bring home the troops, and that would be a big step. No doubt, Ron Paul winning the presidency would be a huge deal. But all that aside, uh, the reason I support him is not because of the political process. It's not because I believe he can, you know, he'll win or that it'll make a huge difference if he does win. It's because of the message. It's because Ron Paul is a messenger. He's someone who, like Jordan Page or Kelly Clarkson or, or whoever, somebody who people pay attention to. Like it or not, people pay attention to the political process. Not everyone, but a lot of people do. And when they're paying attention, you know, they will hear Ron Paul. And if they've never heard of what Ron Paul's been talking about before, they might look into it. And that means they might find the ideas of liberty and they might find them very attractive. And they might come on board with these ideas. And then they might find somebody like Pete Ayer over at uh, coplock.org or Free Talk Live or, or Jordan Page or whoever else. They might find the next step in this, this path because Ron Paul's not the end of the path of liberty. For most people, he's the beginning. Uh, he's the first. But for many people, I don't know. You know. 
he's the first – well, yeah. I mean he's making contact with a lot of people that you and I, Mark, will never have a chance to reach. And so uh, for for a lot of people, Ron Paul is the first liber- liberty-oriented person they'll ever meet or ever hear about. And that's why he's so important. And he attracts people for lots of different reasons. Some people like the uh, the constitutionalist bend where he sticks to the uh, the rule book. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, you could listen to these other politicians. They won't say for a second that Ron Paul is not a constitutionalist. And if they won't say that, what's that make them? They'll just say he's crazy. He's constitutional, but he's crazy. It's crazy to follow the Constitution. It, right. I mean, that's that's essentially what they tend to say about this. Yep. Oh, and his integrity level, um, you know, where the rest of them are out there, you know, working, being lobbyists and when they're not uh, being politicians and, you know, one hand's in one pocket and the other's in the other. They're busy lo- rolling logs, selling pork and doing whatever, whatever it is that these uh, these people do in their spare time. And frankly, just uh, solidifying the idea that politicians are nothing but thieves and liars um you know he's he's nothing like that i mean the lobbyists don't even stop by his office so uh pete air of course is a, is a great activist i mean he's done liberty on tour he's traveled across the country he's talked to people about freedom he's you know he's put his own personal freedom on the interviewed line. ron paul and he's interviewed ron paul and i asked him was it a mistake to interview ron paul and he said no and i said well that's good pete because what you're doing is you're utilizing ron paul and his popularity to spread your ideas so if you hadn't made a video that was like anti-Ron Paul, people wouldn't find your ideas. So it's okay to use Ron Paul in that way. And to, I mean, Ron Paul probably wants people to utilize him in whatever way possible to spread more of the, uh, the ideas of freedom. And so supporting Ron Paul is important. But one of Pete's complaints was, well, it, that you know, Ron Paul political campaigns, they, they're not – they're not really the best way to spend money, in his opinion. And I get it. Like, for, for the millions of dollars that's being spent on Ron Paul, could be spent on something that could be more effective People's in theory. Money, people, the but, way people want to spend their money is the best way to spend their money. But where is that other option, Is was my question. If there's something else that's better than Ron Paul, or even coming close to Ron Paul, I'd like to know what it is. Because right now, I don't know of anything else besides Ron Paul. It's Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. We've been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our more than 100 radio stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Toll-free number 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site there free. And if you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that. Uh, One of the ways you can do it is by becoming an amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up there amp.freetalklive.com for three bucks a month. We can use any major credit card through PayPal or use some uh, alternatives like uh, credit card right on our website as well over at amp.freetalklive.com. You'll get perks like access to the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only forum, podcast, and more. amp.freetalklive.com. The Free State Project's Liberty Forum is coming up February 23rd through the 26th. Uh, We were talking earlier about the Free State Project. It's a movement of 20,000 like-minded, liberty-oriented people, all focusing their efforts, their activism, 
in one place, and that is the place known as New Hampshire. Uh, and that's why we moved here, Mark, back in uh, 2006. More people are moving all the time. I was just commenting uh, last night uh, privately about how incredibly different the movement is now as opposed to what it was five years ago. It's it's constantly growing. New people are coming in at all times. Uh, we're hearing from people that they've got plans to move uh, even during the wintertime up here to uh, New Hampshire. And it's just so exciting to be around so many other people that love freedom. Yes, yeah. moving to New Hampshire in the wintertime doesn't seem like a really great idea. You know, I mean, there could be ice on the ground when you're moving your furniture. But, you know, people do it. That's why they make salt. <laughs> That's right. So uh, so go to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum to learn more about the event that's coming up February 23rd through the 26th. It's a great convention, and it's happening in the Nashua Crown Plaza Hotel, same place as last time. Uh, the speakers list is very different this time around. Lots of uh, new faces will be speaking, including Joel Salatin, the author of You Can Farm, the Entrepreneur's Guide to Starting and Succeeding in a Farming Business. He's one of the keynotes. The other keynote, Peter Schiff. Maybe you've heard of him. He's the guy, one of the guys that, uh, like Ron Paul, predicted a lot of the uh, economic downturn that uh, that we've been seeing. He he's going to be there. He'll be uh, doing some of his investment advising, I guess, yeah. and also he'll be the keynote speaker as well. So he'll be yeah. there on Friday. You know, uh, Richard Nixon is uh, famously quoted uh, for you know when he went off the gold standard, the last cut the last line to the gold standard back in the uh, I think it was the early seventies or late sixties, um, to saying that we're we're all Keynesians now. Well, people are paying attention to the economy. They're all Austrians now. So you can come on by and see those folks. Jody Emery also from Cannabis Culture and uh, Prax Girl. I just watched uh, one of her videos last night. This lady is very brilliant, and it's almost hard to, to follow what she's saying because she's, uh, she's so smart. So I'm looking forward to seeing what she has to say over at the Liberty Forum at freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. You can check her out on her YouTube channel to see what she's all about. Praxeology. Mark, have you ever heard of that before? No. What does yeah. it mean? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's like the study of uh, human decision-making or something like that. Hmm. It's, it's, it's really brilliant stuff. Uh, anyway... So go on over to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. Get signed up there and use our coupon code FTL2012 to save yourself 10%. That's freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. We're going to be there broadcasting live. Hundreds of people who love freedom will all be in the same hotel for the weekend. There's, it's just a lot of fun. Luncheons, dinners, after-hours parties, all kinds of speechifying, panel discussions, and just meeting great folks. You don't want to miss it. If you love freedom, that is freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. David is in Alabama listening in Huntsville at WBHP. Hey, David. Hey, thanks for taking my call. That's I just right. had a quick question for you guys. Yeah, sure. What's uh, on your mind? The National Defense Authorization Act. All right. So basically, everybody agrees that it's unconstitutional. Nobody's saying that it's not unconstitutional. Well, when you join the Army or become a politician, you take an oath to uphold the Constitution. Okay, now, yeah. my question is, by supporting this bill, are you um, going against your oath to support the Constitution, which I think is clearly yes? And if so, and there's no punishment for that, then does that not mean that the oath means nothing? And if the oath does mean something, would our politicians not be guilty of treason by passing a bill that is clearly and obviously unconstitutional and which everybody is kind of on the same page that it's unconstitutional? And I can take your answer off the air. 
Well, you don't have to. (laughs) You can stay with us if you Um, like. The, uh, you know, I would say that uh, basically the the courts have decided that uh, passing some law that's unconstitutional is not treason. So, um, you know, treason is a legal term. You know, as far as I'm concerned, I really don't believe in the concept of uh, treason because I don't really believe in the concept of nations. Um, I think that nations are groups of people uh, that have uh, decided that they're going to enforce their will on other groups of people in a given geographic area. And I think that we can do something better than that. I think that there's a better model, um, a model that can provide higher customer service to people. The, uh, you know, I, I know it's, it's frustrating um, when it comes to these oaths, but I think that when it comes down to it, these oaths mean nothing. When you clearly when you depose these people that have taken these oaths on on the stand and and we've had the opportunity to do that up here um, for the Free State Project and you talk to them about their oaths, they don't they haven't read these constitutions. They don't know anything about them. One cop told me he doesn't think about liberty. Doesn't mean anything. Right. I mean it's right in his oath. He says the term liberty in his oath, but he doesn't think about it. Right. And so no, I don't think they mean anything. I think these oaths are window dressing. Right. And you can't hold them to it. So uh, it's just yeah, it's just window dressing a cover for the violence of the state. David? Thank you. Anything else on your mind tonight? That'll be it. That's I pr- it. appreciate hearing from you at 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, well, you know, you know, might be able to look at this National Defense Authorization Act and say it's unconstitutional. But ultimately, it doesn't really matter what you think. What matters is what the men in the robes think at the, uh, you know, the people calling themselves the Supreme Court. And we've seen time and time again where the Supreme Court has looked at some issue that you and I, Mark, would say clearly unconstitutional. I mean, no problem. Bald-faced unconstitutional. Uh, and they will, they will say, well, this is completely right. This is fine. Our interpretation of the Constitution says that it's totally OK to kick in people's doors in the middle of the night and uh, take them away for having a plant, you know, or whatever. I mean, they, they back up they back up the state well, 99 we, times out of 100. As long as we call them terrorists, you can do anything you want with them. Yeah. Now, now they, you have to follow the Constitution when they're not terrorists, but when they are terrorists, you don't have to follow the Constitution. Uh, you have to follow the Geneva Convention when people, uh, you know, are at war. But when you're in, uh, you know, when you haven't declared war, then you don't need to. Right. Uh, or you're taking people's property for private use uh, completely constitutional according to the supreme court even though you know it seemed like the original intention of the idea of uh, eminent domain was to take property for you know, supposed public use or public good or or whatever but you know it doesn't mean what you think it means apparently according it's to public use up is down and uh, down is up it, you know it just matters what they think and what they think goes right. I mean, it's, it's legal land where you know they just they make these words mean anything they want. P- uh, per- corporations are persons. They're persons. Right. Yeah, sure. They breathe and crap and no wait. Uh, it's just crazy. I mean, it's just nuts. And uh, there's no reason for it to continue. None whatsoever. I want nothing to do with the federal government. Look, I mean, I support Ron Paul's campaign for president and everything. It'd be great if he was elected, but I still want nothing to do with the federal government. I'm not going to start paying income tax if Ron Paul all of a sudden gets elected because I still don't support the federal government. Even well, with Ron, Ron Paul, Paul wants to get rid of uh, the, the federal income tax. This so. is true. But, uh, you know, and, and that's great. I hope he can do that. But he'll probably need an act of Congress in order to get rid of the federal you income tax. You know, one tax. of the things he said in 2008 when he was running was that if they got rid of uh, the IRS, that the revenue for the federal government would shrink back to 1997 size. Now, I don't know what it would do now. It was too big then. Right. That's what I'm saying. In 1997, I thought the federal government was too big. And you're telling me that if we got rid of the IRS and the revenue that it creates, that the government would shrink down to a size that I thought was too big then? Fine. Let's get rid of it.
Anonymous Bill is on the line uh, in Indiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Uh, hello, guys. Have you guys about this protest they're uh, arranging against this National Defense Authorization Act? No, tell me about it. Uh, it's on February 3rd, and it's supposed to be a nationwide protest uh, against this bill to be set and held at the uh, Congression, Congressional Representatives' offices. Hmm. Where would one find out more about this? The, the Washington you know, just, ones or their local I, ones? I just read a article, so I'm not sure. Uh, it's in said to take place on February 3rd, so there's quite a lot of time for us to get out there and organize this thing. I'm just wondering what you guys think, if it's a good idea or what. Well, I'm, I'm wondering, I mean, I think any uh, any amount of protest is fine. I think protests are useful because they get people out, they get people uh, connected with one another, there's networking that can go on. Ultimately, I don't think protests will change what the politicians will do, uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to get out there. Uh, but again, where would people go to find out more about this? Do you know? You know, man, I, I really don't, but I'll, I'll be—I'll uh, call back in if I figure it out for you. Yeah, if you, if you can figure that out, that, that'd be great. I mean, uh, maybe Googling uh, NDAA protest or National Defense Authorization Act protest uh, would be good. Now, is it—Mark's uh, question, I don't think you heard it—is uh, it going to be focused in local areas, or are people going to have to go to D.C. for this? Oh, no, this is every uh, representative. So, like, our office for Andre Carson is— uh, I don't know, downtown somewhere. So in Indianapolis, gonna... people are going to go there. Right. That's that's good because it's a real pain to get to D.C. and I'm not going to D.C. no matter what. So, uh, hey, thanks for the heads up on that, uh, Bill. People can take a look around and see if they can find that online. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I like the idea of a sit-in. That sounds like fun to me. More coming up here. You can take control. 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live. Hour 2 is next live Saturday show. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. is free talk live you can bring up whatever is on your mind all you have to do dial into the toll-free number and that number is brought to you by SACL cai it is 855-450-FREE 1-855-450-3733 join us on our website over at freetalklive.com where we give you the features for free you get to control the content of the site if you'd like you can go and uh, you can submit different things to freetalklive.com and then when you submit something, maybe it's a YouTube video or a news article or blog post, something you think is interesting or fun or useful, uh, you submit it and our other listeners will vote as to whether or not they like or dislike it. And the most voted up will make it to the front page in the top of the website over at freetalklive.com. Although right now the voting appears to be broken. So I will have to contact our IT department about this. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I don't know, Mark. It's it's busted. The wonders of modern conveniences. But the site is still sort of working, and so you can go to freetalklive.com and enjoy it. And it's free, so you don't get a refund uh, if you're not satisfied. Freetalklive.com. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number here as we continue. Uh, Mark, Rick Santorum, he's this you know really 
freaky dude who is into uh, – He's probably really sexually perverted, but you know nobody knows. <laughs> Sounds like a bunch of speculation on your part. That's why I said he's probably really sexually perverted because he's one of these guys that wants to control people's sex lives. And I, you know, you always have to wonder about people like that. He's one of these social, what social conservative types who. There have been a lot of situations where people who want to legislate, uh, whether they be preachers or politicians, want to legislate against uh, people in their bedroom activities. It seems like those activities are exactly the ones that they participate in. And it's funny it would how appear that is. as though they think that somehow they can uh, stop the sin in the world and the sin in their life by, um, you know, going into the, you know, the government and dictating for people. These same people believe that uh, people are created in the image of God and that God would uh, allow free will to Adam and Eve, but they won't allow free will to other people. So this uh, Santorum guy, he showed up in our very own Keene, New Hampshire yesterday, and uh, we managed to we managed to get him good. Controlled him. Uh, yeah, got him good. Asked him uh, whether or not he's ever Googled himself, uh, and for those of you that aren't in the know, uh, you probably don't want to go and Google Santorum. It's you, you don't want to know. But if you know, then you know why that's funny. And uh, so right now, we're still waiting to see uh, how many views the video has gotten, Mark. I, I'm you know, wondering, is this going to go viral or not? Uh, YouTube, the way YouTube works is when you hit around 300 views, what I've heard is that the, the view counter stops. And this kind of freaks some people out. Like it makes people think there's a conspiracy. YouTube has stopped uh, counting the, the the visits to the video. Something's going on here. But it's just the way their system works. Uh, like when it gets to 300 views, they transfer the video to like a higher tier server or something like that because it's a more popular video. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they you know and then eventually the, the the view count does catch up catches up to what the actual view count is. But it's been about 24 hours, and last time I looked, it was still stuck at. At three hundred something, so uh, so I guess we'll see. But in the meantime, there's some some news about Santorum, uh, Mark, that is hit uh, that apparently. His nephew has come out against him. Yeah, Santorum's uh, you know popped up at the very end of Iowa and got a big push. Now Iowa tends to like itself a, a nice uh, social conservative. It likes uh, somebody who you know tends to you know care about these social issues uh, greatly. Wants to get involved in people's lives, how they live, uh, you know who who what they do in their bedrooms, with whom they contract, and things like that. Um, and so he got a little bump there at the end, and since then. Uh, the candidates have been coming after him on his, or at least Ron Paul, I know specifically, has been co- going after him on his basically liberal record uh, during the Bush administration. I mean, he was right along with George Bush in growing the government and, you know, what they call a big government conservative in so many ways. And, uh, you know, he he hadn't really been vetted prior to the Iowa um, caucus. It looks like Gingrich is kind of out and, you know, Romney's like everybody's second date, um, second choice uh, that they'd want to go with. But uh, I think this is interesting. Is Santorum's nephew has come out with some things to say about his uncle. Hmm. If you want another big government politician, this is from the Daily Caller, I should say, dailycaller.com. If you want another big government politician who supports the status quo to run our country, you should vote for my uncle, Rick Santorum. America is based on a strong belief in individual liberty. My uncle's interventionist, interventionist policies, both domestic and foreign, stem from his irrational fear of freedom not working. It's not the government's job to dictate to individuals how they must live. The Constitution was designed to protect individual liberty. My Uncle Rick cannot fathom a society in which people cooperate and work with each other freely. When Republicans were spending so much money under President Bush, 
My uncle was right there along with them as a senator. The reason we have so much debt is not only because of Democrats, but because of big spending Republicans like my uncle Rick. It's because of his inability of status quo, excuse me, it's because of this inability of status quo politicians to recognize the importance of our individual liberties that I've been drawn to Ron Paul. Unlike my uncle, he does not believe that American people, the American people are incapable of forming decisions. He believes that an individual is more powerful than any group, a notion our founding fathers also believed in. Another important reason I support Ron Paul is his position on foreign policy. He is the only candidate willing to bring our troops home, not only from the Middle East, but from around the world. Ron Paul seems to be the only candidate willing to try the, to win the election for a reason other than simply winning the election. And I think that this is what it comes down to, really, for Ron Paul. Is I mean, this is a guy of principle. Has been for the, what, 12 terms that he's been in Washington, 20, 24 years. The lobbyists don't even stop by his office anymore. It's not worth talking to him for them. You know, there's not going to be any payoff for them. Going on here with uh, Santorum's nephew, um, Ron Paul seems to, excuse me, this year I'll vote for an honest change in our government. I'll vote for real hope. I'll vote for a real leader. This year I'll vote for Ron Paul, says John Garver is a 19-year-old student at the University of Pittsburgh in Johnstown. John's a strong supporter of Ron Paul despite his love for his uh, family member Rick Santorum. And I've read, um, read longer articles and he does. He loves his uncle. It just he disagrees with him um, from a political standpoint. And mm. interestingly, he was willing to come out and write this letter. He believes so strongly in Ron Paul and his uh, policies that he was willing to essentially come out when this, it's you know down to a two or three man race in the uh, the for the president here. Right. He was willing to come out against his uncle and his uh, record and for Ron Paul and his record. And I thought it was it's just a stunning, stunning article. And I guess one of the questions I'd have for people is, um, you know, do you think that this is a betrayal of family? Do you think it's... So? I'm just wondering. Uh, but that's your question. That, I have no loyalty to family, period. Well, I think the, the idea that you should be loyal to people just because you share a bloodline with them is absolutely absurd. I have loyalty to people that have, uh, you know, earned loyalty. And you my don't family earn has. loyalty by just being blood-related. Uh, blood I don't know what the relationship between John Garver and Rick Santorum is like. I don't know any of that. So maybe... It's good and maybe it's bad, but a lot of people have different ideas. Mm-hmm. And if if you think that this is a betrayal of family, I'd love to hear what you have to say on it. I'm interested uh, because this is a this was a brave thing to do. You can downplay it as though oh, I've got nothing to say about uh, family and blah blah blah. But I mean, this is a huge thing to have done to kind of come out against your uncle in the presidential race. I mean, you see these politicians with their family members lined up. They put the cutest kids in the middle and the mm-hmm. the ugly ones on the end, and they line them up. And they, they say, well, look at my family. Isn't this awesome? I've got a family. Vote right. for me. Um, <laughs> as if standing, I can have sex with people. Right? It's as if standing there with, with uh, family members means anything. Yeah. Um, and, and secondly, you know, what is it? Because there's, there's a lot of people that are reticent to vote for Ron Paul, whether they're Republicans, independents, Democrats. You know, what is that? What is the reason that you're reticent to vote for Ron Paul? Because I'm interested in this. I think that uh, to me, he's the candidate with the most integrity. And that's important. Um, he's the candidate that you can trust to, to abide by the Constitution. Do you think we shouldn't have a Constitution? Do you think that, um, you know, the candidates that apparently violate 
the Constitution all the time, believe you know that we shouldn't. We just shouldn't go by that old piece of, piece of paper. So your question is, if you don't support Ron Paul, why not? Was that your yeah? And do you was? think that this kid's betrayed his family? One eight five five four fifty free. The SACL CAI toll free line eight five five four five zero three seven three three. And in addition to that, you can also uh, bring up whatever you want. That's why we call the show Free Talk Live, so you can take control of the airwaves. 855-453. More coming up. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This Free Talk Live, you can bring up anything toll-free, 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we have there for you. And those features include listening options. They're over at listen.freetalklive.com. You will learn about our live streams, which are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You get the latest episode of Free Talk Live there. And there's broadband and dial-up versions of the streams. So if you're in a low-bandwidth situation, perhaps maybe you've got a, a kind of a not-so-great cell phone signal and you still want to listen uh, via your phone, you can use our dial-up stream. That might work when the broadband one isn't. So two options for you there. Plus, our over 100 great AM and FM radio stations across the country that carry the show, you get a list of those. Our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, we've got two channels that we're on up there as well as our free-to-air channel uh, on KU Band, plus the webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call or can dial in from any phone that can uh, use long distance and listen that way. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver, either as a hedge against inflation, investment, or barter currency. It looks like uh, some experts have said here recently, as I've read, that... uh, Looks like uh, gold may be being, making some upward movements. Maybe you want to get into uh, precious metals. My recommendation to you is uh, get into stuff that you can hold in your hand. Have it sent to you. That's what we do at gold.freetalklive.com. We have teamed up with uh, Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates. And this is in- important. When you buy metals, you need to buy at good rates. Otherwise, you're never going to be able to sell. Um, you're not going to be able to make money when you sell. So go to gold.freetalklive.com. Before you buy any place else, check out the offerings we have there. You can see them right online, and uh, you can do some price comparison. It's important. Um, you, they also have a telephone number you can call. It's at, there at the website at gold.freetalklive.com, or you can call 877-857-9938. It's 877-857-9938 or gold.freetalklive.com. All right. So we'll continue here with you and your thoughts. So let's go to Aaron listening in Virginia to WCHV in Charlottesville. Aaron, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey. Um, you know, I, I was listening, and I, th- I was really kind of annoyed by the at-home-and-I'm attacks you guys were making against Rick Santorum, calling so- him a... Uh, Sexual pervert. And okay, that's you, Ian. No, I said he's probably a probably perverted. 
I mean, you know, haven't you seen all these stories of these very uh, controlling individuals, people that want to get into people's uh, bedrooms and tell them what they can and can't do, and then it turns out they're kind of freaks themselves? Well, I mean, I suppose that does happen. But there's a senator that was like feeling out under the forum wants to get into anyone's bedroom. Yeah, he he seems to he seems to have a real problem with uh, with gays living uh, living living like they're free and being able to contract with each other. Well, that's 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 a whole different issue. That's see, we have a and, and I I'm open to the libertarian argument that government should have nothing to do with the issue of marriage at all. Okay, I'm I'm open to that argument, but at the moment we have a government that is you know, in various ways, sanctioning unions, and that's a whole different thing than saying you can't live with someone and contract with someone. Well, no, I mean, and a marriage so, is, a contract, uh, is a contractual uh, obligation, right? I mean, you say that you're going to marry somebody, it's a contract. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, I've had arguments with my own father about whether government should be involved in these kind of issues. But at the moment, we have government that is saying that there's a special kind of contract called marriage. And, you know, that's a thing that has historically been, you know, of a certain nature. Right. Well, historically, uh, initially, historically, it was used to um, stop black people from uh, marrying white people. So I mean, the government marriage uh, license, the government marriage license was a, uh, you know, was they they began to control the what was essentially uh, something that was done in churches. I mean, George and Martha Washington didn't have a government marriage. They went in front of a priest and it was written down in their Bible. A preacher um, went and was written down in their Bible and that they were married because they were married to each other. They made a commitment before their community and a commitment before their God. However, when government got involved it basically got involved because it didn't want those black folks marrying those white folks and now it continues to be used as a bludgeon against those gay folks living you know wanting to uh to, to marry other gay folks well i i mean i don't know about that do you have any evidence historically that that's exactly what happened well, yeah, i mean yeah you, maybe you're gonna have to search it i mean it's not like thing, but it, it's not like i've got it here in front of me state, you know what's he that here you mark I don't have it right here in front of me. You can go and search it, and then you can call in and tell me how I'm wrong if you think I'm wrong. But I really don't think that's true. I've read multiple places that that's the way it was. Well, yeah, and I haven't heard that. But now you have. Now you have. Right, and so you've got this Santorum guy who gets on the on the air a few years ago in an interview and says that the pursuit of happiness is bad for America. He doesn't like the idea that people would do whatever it is that feels good to them. He's he speaks out against that, which means he's very very anti uh, drug, uh, and he's very anti you know gay, and he's he's somebody who wants to control other people. Clearly, well, you see, I don't I don't understand where you guys get this anti gay thing. There there's a a lobby out there of people out there who want people who, for religious reasons, think homosexuality is a sin, to force everyone to um, concede that they agree with this point of view. I mean, in California now, the, the recent law forces all schools to teach gay and lesbian history. Well, wait a minute. I mean, that's, that's, don't don't that's change insane. the topic here. I mean, because if, well, what if, I'm saying, look, I'm not in favor guys, of having government schools. Okay, I'm not in favor of that. So, well, uh, yeah, I'm not either. But my, my point is, you guys are accusing Rick of being anti-gay because he's saying no. You should not be forcing the entire country to 
um, put a stamp of a moral approval on well, how am I being forced in any way, with. shape, or form if somebody can go and get a marriage? I mean, how does that involve me at all? Uh, before you go on, one in the 1920s here from Wikipedia, they were used in 38 states to prohibit whites from marrying blacks, mulattoes, Japanese, Chinese, Indians, uh, Mongolians, Malays, or Filipinos without a state-approved license. Well, I mean, that was the 1920s. But, you know, right. I don't, this is the history of marriage licenses. They have been used as a bigoted bludgeon against people that didn't have the political power at the time, to, uh, uh, you know, being able to marry. And that's what they're being used as now. The government doesn't belong in marriage at all. And Rick Santorum's advocation of the government being further and, uh, you know, tyrannical towards people being married is a is a tyrannical act. Would you not agree? Well, I'm I'm open to the idea that government shouldn't be involved in marriage. Okay, but and you think that Rick Sa- I, do you think I'm Rick Santorum is? Is the idea that coming from the other side that we should therefore um, open this idea of marriage to something that I don't think fits marriage? Do you own the idea of marriage? Um, who are you I to say what marriage is marriage and what it is isn't? Something that has existed since the beginning of time. Why should we things, be things forced change. to change it now? Things things change over time, and you're not being forced to change anything. If by getting married, some guy marries another guy, or a lady marries another lady, that doesn't force anything upon you, sir. You're not forced to go to their wedding. You're not forced to give them a gift. You're not forced to do anything in regards to their now, marriage. I don't are think you? The, I don't think the government should be, uh, you know, give them any benefits for being married. But they should be able to contract to live no with each other. No one should have benefits from the government for, for Nobody. being married, period. But how does it force anything on you? Well, what it does is it puts the stamp of social approval on something. Then get the government out of it. I Why does to... the government have anything to do with what is approved and what is not? They're just a bunch of criminals. Thanks for the call, Aaron. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. This criminal gang is approving your marriage? What? Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks. Join AMP for just $3 per month at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want in the toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us online over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there on the site, so enjoy those on us. And you can go and uh, visit the Shrine of Female listeners over at shrine.freetalklive.com. That is one of the many features there. If you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the Shrine over at shrine.freetalklive.com. You've been hearing about the new digital currency known as Bitcoin. They're getting in all the uh, tech magazines, and we talk about them here on Free Talk Live. But for some folks, obtaining them has been tricky until now. Crypto exchange is the fastest and safest way to buy and sell your Bitcoins. If you're totally clueless about the Bitcoin currency, it's okay. They have 24-hour customer service. Just visit their site and click on the live support link at the top. It's Crypto Exchange, and you can uh, see their banner. It's posted at freetalklive.com. It's the easiest way to get there. Excuse me, at bitcoin.freetalklive.com. Just go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com and uh, click on the banner. It's the fastest and easiest way to get there. You know, uh, we should talk a little further about marriage here in a moment, Mark, but let's continue taking your phone calls at 855-450-FREE. Sally is on the line listening in Aberdeen, Washington, KBKW. Hello, Sally. Hi. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, I got rid of my TV. I told the guy in um, around Thanksgiving, I'm sick of the damn lies and the yellow journalism that it <laughs> comes off of it. And um, I 
started reading books, but what I wanted to talk about, since you're talking about Ron Paul, is that um, how I got acquainted with Ron Paul's supporters. Hmm. I joined a, uh, the Tea Party, and I went up to Olympia. I got there kind of late. The rally was pretty much over, but the thing that impressed me was all the Ron Paul supporters there, and they gave me this brochure of um, points that um, he believes in. I don't know what to call it. This it is the super brochure. That's yeah. what they call it. <laughs> and, and the one that stuck out to me was where he said, we cannot afford, we're going bankrupt, we cannot afford to be the policemen of the world. It's yeah. something I've said myself before I even read this. It mm. just stuck out to me. We cannot afford to be the policemen of the world. We can't have all these bases all over there. Um, and so I really liked that, and I talked briefly with this person, and I, and I realized they know their constitution. It had been a long time since I'd studied about you know, our history. It wasn't my favorite subject in school. So I went right away to Walden Bookstore, and I got a book with the Constitution in it, and I started reading it. And I got another book, and um, the other book I got was on Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., mm. and I want to give you a quote that I read in there. It says, Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about the things that matter. And so that's why I'm Indeed. calling tonight, because... What now? Indeed. I love that quote. And the reason I'm calling tonight is because it really, this election really matters to me. It really matters. I am very unhappy with the current president, and I feel like he's dismantling our country. And I really feel that we need, you know, if Ron Paul is the um, candidate, I'll vote for him. He's not, he wasn't my first choice. Um, I like Rick Perry, but, you know, he's not the greatest debater. But then I think, okay, I grew up learning that talk is cheap. Obama is a great debater. He does a lot of talking. He's been on TV a lot. But actions speak louder than words, and I'm afraid that he's dismantling our country, and that bothers me. Well, so, when you want to look at actions, look at you know, look at Ron Paul. I mean, he does what he says, unlike these other politicians who will say one thing about liberty. I mean, Republican politicians are great about using terminology like liberty and freedom and their small campaign government. speeches and small government. But when you actually, you know, when they actually get the ring of power, uh, they are utilizing it to wield it and to hurt people and to uh, to, to you know to kill people and to grow government. And uh, Ron Paul's the only one who's who's ever stuck to his guns, stuck to his principles, and he's called Dr. No for a reason because he always votes no on everything he th- considers unconstitutional, which is just about everything that comes across his desk in uh, in, in D.C. there. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks, Sally, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I have one more you. thing if yeah, I right ahead. Quick, quick. Okay. Um, I come from a military family, and I like to vote for people who have served their country, and I that's why I like Rick Perry. My brother pointed out Ron Paul served his country, too. I did not know that. Was Rick Perry in the military? Yes, he was oh, Air Force, I, but I don't. But my brother said, "Well, so was Ron Paul." Yeah, Ron Paul was is the only person in the in the four person race at this point. I don't know about Huntsman if, in the five person race at this point. He's the only one that has uh, has been in the military. Thank you, Sally, for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Lisa, listening to WGMD in Delaware on FM. Lisa, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes. Um. Two things. Uh, gentleman that was on previously talking about the gay marriages. Yep. Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, I, I don't, I don't condone it because that's not the way it is in the Bible. But that's their business until until he decides he's going to pay their bills. Then I guess he can decide what. You just tell them what they're going to do and what they can't do. 
Yeah, and Second I think that this is this is probably the only opinion that, a, that this is the best opinion for a Christian to have is like, look, this isn't what this isn't what I believe, but uh, God gave people free will, and without free will, you can't have morality, and so therefore, you know, people must be able to do what they wish to do. Exactly, and I mean, if 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 he's going to pay their bills, regardless whether it be a, two men or two women. People really don't have a right to say anything as to how they live their lives. They don't have to live their lives. I mean, if people would, if more people would pay attention and 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 deal with their own business and their own lives. I think the world will probably be a little better place. Absolutely right. And the one things you one thing you can be certain of is no matter what laws you pass, no matter what uh, regulations, no matter what controls you try to put down on people, you'll never be able to force them into your viewpoint of the world. Uh, it's such a utopian ideal to think that uh, everyone is going to want to be like Rick Santorum or whatever other religion or viewpoint uh, is is put out there. It's just Im- absolutely impossible. You can't mold the world to your liking. What you can do is attempt to persuade folks and you know make a good argument, make some good points. But if they don't come on board, they don't come on board, and you know focus on your own life and make that better i think that's a great point that's right that's right um and i'm not i don't know too much about um ron paul but as far as the rest of them i don't think i could read one of them i heard you lisa thanks for they the call to put, tonight they need, to put, they need to put these people need to put somebody in there that's gonna work for we people thank you for the call lisa I appreciate hearing the best from one you. for that let's talk to michael listening in norfolk to wnis michael you're on free talk live with ian and mark uh, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, with, re- with regard to uh, Rick Santorum, uh, I'm completely neutral on this election. But for those who like Rick Santorum, they need to do some checking, and they need to do it fast, because he may be implicated in one of the biggest sex scandals in Capitol Hill history. Uh-oh. What, now, what's going on? Well, now, this has already been written about, it's already been talked about, but most of the lamestream media won't really cover the scandal. But the author of the book, The Family, do you remember that book? I'm sorry, no. The author, the author is Jeff Charlotte, J-E-F-F, and like Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. his last name. This man was interviewed by Terry Gross, uh on uh, NPR, and uh, he talked about that group of evangelicals and conservative Catholics who lived together in a building called the C Street Building, just near the Capitol. They they share, uh, you might say, rent, uh, but uh, there's been some question as to whether they've been receiving free rent there. But the the real scandal was the case of an adultery uh, with a senator who uh, eventually resigned, but not before, not before the the, uh, offended husband, who was uh, a senator's aide, before he was offered what was considered uh, reparation for uh, his wife sleeping with the senator. 
Now, this was all talked about in the book and was all talked about on Terry Gross's program. And you're saying but that you think Santorum was somehow involved in this? Well, here's why. Here's why. They had a group meeting with all these senators. Hold your thoughts, Michael. We'll bring it back here in a moment. 855-453. More uh, coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is a live Saturday edition of the program. 855-453 is the toll-free number. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site free. If you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, well, you can go and shop with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through the links you'll find there at the top. And then Free Talk Live will get a portion of your purchase. So whatever it is you're looking to buy, Amazon probably sells it. So start your shopping over at shop.freetalklive.com and get whatever it is you're looking for. Even groceries. They sell groceries at Amazon. Uh, So go to shop.freetalklive.com and Free Talk Live will benefit from your purchase. Smokers, listen to me. What if I told you that there was a cigarette out there that was uh, better for you, less costly, and you could smoke it just about anywhere? There is. It's called the e-cigarette. One of the best-made e-cigarettes on the market today is the one made by Vaporsmiths.com. But it's not smoking, Mark. Use the term smoke. smoke. Yes. Um, you can smoke it just about anywhere. You can use it just about yes. anywhere. It is a vaporizer. Even though they call it an e-cigarette, it's a vaporizer. It vaporizes... Uh, it nic- looks like a cigarette. It does. It vaporizes nicotine, but it doesn't have all the other carcinogens that uh, cigarettes have. Except it's way cooler than a cigarette because it's got a cool blue light at the end of it. That's right. Yeah. Um, you can get get it for free from Vaporsmiths.com. They'll give you one for free. All you have to do is buy 40 cardamizers, and those 40 cardamizers cost about 70 bucks. Each cardamizer has about as much nicotine as a cigarette has, or excuse me, as a pack of cigarettes has, and you know that you can't get 70 packs of cigarettes, excuse me, 40 packs of cigarettes for $70. But you can get 40 cardamizers for $70 at Vaporsmiths.com. Use coupon code FTL. That's important. Coupon Coupon code FTL, you'll get free shipping and a free starter kit at Vaporsmiths.com. Uh, you can also use 855-2-GET-VAPOR if you don't uh, want to go on the website or you find it confusing or whatever. It's 855-2-GET-VAPOR, Vaporsmiths.com. Coupon code FTL is in Free Talk Live. I've been on their site. It's a great site, but some people just, you know, they don't have the internet access and they need the phone number. I found, you know, I, I can find websites confusing at times. So, you know, 855-2-GET-VAPOR. And you can take control of the airwaves here, and that's why we call the show Free Talk Live. Our toll-free number is one eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Mark, you'd asked earlier for people that don't support Ron Paul, why not? That was essentially what your your question was, mm-hmm. if I boiled it down correctly. One eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Michael, and of course, you can bring up anything. Michael's on the line, listening in Virginia to WNIS. Now, Michael, you were saying you thought that uh, this Rick Santorum guy. Yeah. Who I suggested earlier might be a bit of a uh, sexual deviant uh, secretly because he's so focused on other people's sex lives. Hello. Uh, yeah, hello, you're right here. Uh, can you hear me? Michael? We may have some sort of technical difficulty there. I guess he's gone. 
So it sounded like speculation up to this point. I hadn't heard anything that uh, seemed conclusive. Right. But. He was telling us about some uh, some group of people that uh, I guess was living in a building somewhere in D.C. and there was some kind of adultery allegations going on there. I'm not exactly sure what he was getting at. He's If there's a technical difficulty with a phone call, you're certainly welcome to call back. Normally it's only one call per night on Free Talk Live is our rule. So let's go to Matt listening in Wisconsin. And if that comes out, it comes out. And it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if that were the case. But uh, Matt, you're on Free Talk Live in Wisconsin. Okay, great. Thank you so much for um, uh, having and maintaining this forum. I really appreciate it. I wanted to weigh in really quickly on uh, what marriage is or how it emerged in modern culture according to what I what is my understanding. Okay. And that is uh, marriage was a land contract where you had uh, two different parties who were looking to merge uh, and you know that that is what uh, marriage was is is a contract on how those two different entities could merge together um, as far as, as as legally the logistics of the and the legalities of of owning property together. Well, I'm, I'm curious as to when this is historically because um, you know sort of in feudal Europe nobody owned land except for the the royalty and obviously they would would merge in this way and I think your definition fits those folks. But what about the 99 point something percent of people that married and lived together at that time frame that didn't have land that was actually theirs? Well, I, I, I actually I don't know if they, if that's necessarily the truth. You know, just going back to Europe, I believe this also goes back to the Romans, uh, and and with that they had property, and that when they wanted um, to marry, uh, you know, the 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 father of the the bride would get together with the father of the the groom, and they would come up with, hey, this is. Um, you know, half a house here, and this is half a house there, whether it be land or, or livestock or, uh, you know, China. And they would get together, they would write up a contract, and they would say, well, you know, this is what's going to make these two have a household. Yeah, certainly back to uh, Muslim. I mean, back in the day, I remember I was reading about uh, Muslims when I was in jail, and uh, you know, it was the the Quran that came out that really changed a lot about how women were treated in their society back then. And there were very specific provisions with how uh, divorces should be handled and uh, and things like that. So yeah, I think that I think you're right. I mean, going way way back, uh, it certainly was a contract. Well, and that's a very good point. You know, therein lies the whole the whole point of the veil as where as well. You know, the woman wasn't to be unveiled. The woman was thought of as property in the deal, uh, and you know, until the after it was sealed with the religious ceremony, and then the veil would be lifted, and you would see what you got, basically. What a good um, deal! <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it, it depends on it depends on which 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 end you're on, I suppose. But um, you know, women I'm being sure thought of as here. property. It, women being thought of as property for yeah. you know decades and centuries um, set aside. Uh, I believe the decision that you were talking about before, or uh, Asians and blacks and whites not being able to marry, um, was rectified with the Loving decision of 1967 or 69. I'll take your word for stated, it. Which basically stated that uh, it was it was um, uh, the, the federal government. It went all the way to the Supreme Court from from Georgia. Went all the way to the Supreme Court, and it was it was decided that uh, a black and white could marry because you could not have two individual citizens who could not go from state to state and not have their uh, their marriage recognized. In other words, you couldn't inhibit someone 
from living freely and living to the best of their enjoyment. Um, Which is interesting but, because many states currently are not recognizing legal binding gay marriages from many states that have had them. New Hampshire actually correct. passed uh, gay marriage from the standpoint from a legislative standpoint, not from a judicial standpoint. So people can't rail against judges legislating from the bench. I mean, it was done by a legislature. So uh, this good faith and commerce clause, I think, of the Constitution would basically say that the right. that contract has to be recognized everywhere. But many states are choosing not to do that. Well, I, I, I think that if you look back at the Loving decision and the way that it was broken down, there were two different things that they had finally settled on. And uh, I, I can't remember what those two individual things are, but if you do look it up, you will see that it really, as far as the Supreme Court has already decided through the Loving decision, and I believe it was 1967, but I could be wrong, that marriage is really a contract between two individuals, and that's all that it has to do with. And I believe the, the part or the particulars of that case were uh, that you, you could not sexually discriminate against someone. Yeah, I wish it were that way. I mean, that's what marriage should be. But unfortunately, today, the marriage is actually a contract between two individuals and the people calling themselves the state. So That's wonderful. And I love that you use the word contract. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to call him before, because that's really what it comes down to, isn't it? You know, we have... um, Oh, absolutely. Well, we have corporations now that can be treated as people, but they can have multiple different members in their party. Yet we won't recognize two consenting adults who want to have their own contract and say, okay, I want to merge my property with this person and, you know, subsequently... Well, when you say we, you mean the the government. I mean, I certainly would recognize an individual's contract in that way, and I think that... Well, thank uh, you. I appreciate that. Right, and I think that the government needs to get the hell out of it. Well, I agree with you, but but we are the people, and that goes. But we're not the government, though. And what you're what you're talking about is governmental related. Like I respect other people's ability to contract with one another. I think each individual should be free to make choices and uh, suffer whatever consequences come from those choices or whatever oh, benefits come from absolutely. them. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I think that uh, you know it, the ideal situation would be for the government to get completely out of marriage, so then it would be be a contract between two individuals again. Because right now, you know, when you want to get divorced, you've got to go through the government's process. And, and they the decide who owns what. Right. And, the government decides all kinds of things, whereas all of those things could be decided in advance in your marriage contract as far as who does, you know, gets what and how a divorce might work out. And each individual or each two uh, set of individuals or more than one, you know, you could have polygamy and all that. Uh, you know, each group of folks that are getting married would be able to, to, to determine these things in advance. And there's no reason for the government to be involved besides the fact that they just want to get money and control out of it. And uh, Matt, thank you for the call. Uh, 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number here. When uh, I got married, um, they asked me and my wife, um, they asked my, my wife and, and me, um, the, you know, what our races were. And it really, that bothered me. With the history of marriage, what difference does it make what our race was? And they actually wouldn't let me get married without declaring a race. Wow. Now, they had one of the options of, uh, of, that you could declare was business. Weird. So, uh, my race is business, whatever that is, on my marriage license. As in, none your business. Yeah. 855-450-FREE, the toll-free number. Hour three's coming up. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts about whatever you want. Free Talk Live. 
BigHeadPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis hit in interplanetary space. Phoenix Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigHeadPress.com. Free Talk Live, launching into the third hour of this live Saturday edition of the program. By the way, we do it seven nights per week. You can join Mark for the live Sunday edition tomorrow. And if you don't get every single seven-day-per-week, three-hour-per-night show on your local talk radio station, give him a call and ask him real nicely to add some more Free Talk Live or add Free Talk Live if they don't carry any of us. Uh, so, uh, once again, uh, freetalklive.com is where you can find us online. 855-450-FREE is our toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI. As we continue with your phone calls about whatever might happen to be on your mind, certainly Ron Paul is uh, is on the brain for a lot of people this weekend, being uh, we're here in New Hampshire. That's why we do, where, where we do the show. And uh, so, clearly, you know this is a hot weekend for Ron Paul in New Hampshire. Yeah, it's a... Big deal. In fact, as I understand it, uh, that as we speak right now in Manchester, there's a huge party uh, for Ron for the uh, the Ron Paul campaigners. They've been out all day knocking on doors and uh, stuff like that. And so there, I guess Jordan Page, who we interviewed, don't earlier, party too hard, folks. Uh, there's still you know Sunday and Monday to jo- go. Jordan Page, uh, who we interviewed earlier, will be uh, performing live down there. Adam Kokesh is going to be speaking. I believe Tom Woods uh, is also going to be speaking. Some of these folks are are uh, you know well known within the Liberty movement, and so. So uh, I hope they have themselves a good time tonight. 855-450-FREE is the phone number here. Your question earlier, Mark, was regards to Ron Paul. If you aren't supporting Ron Paul, why not? What is it that, uh, you know, what is your objection to uh, to Ron Paul? 855-450-FREE is the number. We continue with you and your thoughts. Let's talk to Ray, listening in Oregon. Ray, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Yeah, uh, with regard to the marriage and the gay, gay rights and so on and so forth, I think the, the whole discussion is, is misdirected. The whole uh, issue, or the primary issue, is a, a matter of definition. I don't refer to you as a human being. I refer to you as a man. You're different than a woman. Uh, gays should have the same rights as people to get married, but a marriage is, is a civil union between a man and a woman. Pick another name for a civil union between two gay couples. Uh, for a gay couple, I you know I used to agree with this uh, the statement, and I've um, one of the reasons that I tend to 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 not do it now is because the uh, of the sort of the situation where black people and white people had different uh, drinking fountains that um, you know many yeah, but, gays but, have found. I, I, I just want to f- finish yeah. the thought. Uh, many gays have found that the civil union idea hasn't worked for them as well, and that they're still finding a great deal of discrimination in the area. They're not able to visit loved ones in the hospital because they're not married to them. Uh, um, they're not able to, uh, you know, receive money but through. That's a matter. Of, again, that that's to our common objection of the government being involved. Mm-hmm. The government should allow civil union couples the same rights as, ma- as married couples. But I, there are I wouldn't disagree with definition. that. A horse is not a zebra, and I'm ahead. I, I I advocate for zebras. I want 
all my animals to be called horses. But what if gay people want to call their... And all the advantages that horses have. But what the if... Kentucky Derby, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I'm being facetious. I, I, I get, I get, I get, I get the saying. idea. What if gay people want to call the contract that they have with each other a marriage? And doesn't that kind of fall under the... Uh, why don't, why the don't I call you happiness? a human being instead of a man? You may, if you wish. Well, now, <laughs> words change over time, Ray. I mean, don't you... I mean, it's certainly the truth that the English language has modified over time. And to me, a marriage is just a an agreement uh, between two or more people to come together and, and live together and love each other. And... Well, no, no that, that's your current interpretation. Yeah, well... It's, it's the, the way they're trying to push it. And well, I polygamy's been around for a long time, and gay people have been around for a long time, too. Approach. But wait a minute, polygamy has been around for a long time. Is it not a marriage when a man marries two women or a woman marries two men? But why? They don't call it a marriage. They call it polygamy. They, well, they, they did do the, call it a marriage. They did it in the Bible. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. hey, you got me on that one. Definition Thanks, Ray, for the call. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. How is it in any way, if I were gay, and I'm not, but uh, if Mark, you and I were a gay couple. And oh, we, good. We I, love, get... I, know, I love analogies where I'm your gay lover. <laughs> If uh, if we wanted to um, you know express our love for one another and uh, and contract for uh, to be together for uh, for a long time onto the future and it just makes uh, my skin crawl. What what would be how would that harm Ray in any way, shape, or form? Well, I don't think Ray's claiming that it would. Um, but I mean, you're. But it's, just, he's taking personal affront to the idea no, that he's, uh, he's, two, that he's, two, two he's gay... defining things, and I think that that's look. Ho, ho. He's defining a word as he sees it, and that's fine with me. I'm just concerned that the people that that uh, implement the definition of the word don't have the same uh, sort of uh, thoughts in their mind that Ray does. Ray doesn't care. He wants uh, gay people to be able to, you know, gay couples to have the same rights as, as heterosexual couples, and as I think they should. The problem is, problem is when you de- distinguish between one type and the other type of marriage, then some people are not going to give the rights of ones towards the other. And I think that that's what gay couples want the term marriage. And, you know, I I absolutely don't think the government should be involved in this at all and that marriages should be handed out by people or organizations, groups that uh, wish to to hand them out so people can get married in front of their their God. And, um, you know, in some Quaker meetings, uh, I'm a Quaker, in some Quaker meetings, you absolutely could, well, they would never marry to, to uh, gay people. In others, they absolutely would. So they work it out themselves inside their own paradigm. Why can't we do it here? Well, because the government's gotten involved and the government is a tool of exclusion. Uh, well, what I heard from Ray was that he was personally offended that somebody who was gay would use the term marriage, that it's somehow a shot against what he believes marriage to be. And it's, I just, that's what I just well, don't understand. Well, I've been married for a few years, uh, quite a few years now, and um, I'm married here in a state where marriage is legal, made legal through the legislature, not through a judge. And I think everything's okay with my marriage. So it hasn't harmed your marriage if gay people have gotten married. And if saying. there's anything wrong with my marriage, it has nothing to do with gay people getting married. I'm not going to be getting a divorce next week because, oh my God, my marriage has been ruined by gay people. I think that that's, the, that's silly. Uh, now, I'm not saying Ray was saying that. Um, that's, that's a silly stand as far as I'm concerned, and it's really just an excuse that people use to get involved in other folks' business. Uh, Michael's on the line listening in Norfolk. We had a technical difficulty earlier with his uh, phone, 
and I don't know what happened, but Michael, uh, whenever we have technical problems, you're always welcome to call back, and you did. So you were telling us that you thought that uh, Rick Santorum, this presidential candidate who is uh, you know, trying to foist his um, religious viewpoint uh, and his morals on everybody else, may end up in some sort of a uh, sex scandal, and you were citing some sort of a, uh, I guess, uh, I guess people living in a building in Washington, D.C., and some alleged adultery. Uh, go ahead quickly with the, uh, the remainder of uh, what, the, what that's all about. Well, the senator was uh, uh, Senator John Ensign. Uh, he did resign, but uh, the uh, the wife of his uh, legislative aide, with whom he committed adultery, uh, uh, he uh, he by this group of evangelical lawmakers was advised to pay a sum in excess of a million dollars to his offended. Um, a legislative assistant. But Nightline, he went on Nightline instead and blew the story, blew the story wide open. Unfortunately, this is not being heard in Virginia. Now, when you say he, you mean this other senator who got caught for adultery? No, I'm saying that the offended husband, instead of taking the money, instead of taking the money and being quiet about this senator having an affair with his wife, he instead went on on Nightline and blew the whistle mm-hmm. on them. Now Got the it. problem is the problem is this: Rick Santorum is closely allied with the evangelical and conservative Catholics who were involved in trying to cover up this affair, and who may be guilty of crimes in the way in which they tried to do it by advising. This payment of money. Interesting allegations, Michael. Thanks for the call tonight. Let's talk to Chris listening in Virginia to WCHV in Charlottesville. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing tonight? Great. What's on your mind tonight? I was calling in opposition to Ron Paul, and you said you wanted to what hear are your thoughts? people call in. Well, I, um, I'm a, a recovering drug addict, and okay. um, I, don't, I don't think that legalization of drugs is uh, a good way to uphold the republic. I think that uh, our founders warned us to be moral and virtuous. I'd love to hear more about your story. If you can stick with us, Chris, I'd like to bring you back here in a moment. 855-453, that's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You'd think that a a recovering drug addict would be one of the first people who would tell you that drugs should be decriminalized. Should be interesting. But I would like to hear more about why he doesn't think that. 855-453, why it is that uh, putting drug users in prison cells is somehow a good idea. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. From filmmaker A.I. Wintermute comes the feature-length documentary, Liberty in Our Lifetime. It chronicles the real-life activists who have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and the many ways in which they seek to live free. But he needs your help to get this important story off the ground. Visit LibertyDocumentary.com, watch the trailer, and find out how you can help bring this film to life. That's LibertyDocumentary.com. This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number for you, 855-453. That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. What is SACL CAI anyway? It's a company that handles accounts receivable for businesses. If you've got a business and you didn't get into business to handle the books, accounts receivable, collections, whatever goes into uh, to, to making the business work, you just want to 
you know, do plumbing or doctoring or whatever it is you do, SACL CAI can handle uh, your accounts receivable, your collections, your early out billing. They purchase charged off receivables. And their employees are trained to treat your clients with respect. They know that it's important not only to get your money, but you keep your clients, too. It's SACL CAI. They're a big sponsor of Free Talk Live, have been for a very long time, and you can see their banner at uh, freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page. They've got a new website. Go check it out, SACL CAI. All right, let's go back to the phones here, and uh, Chris is on the line with us. We've been talking about Ron Paul. Asked uh, Mark, you'd asked the question, why is it that you, if you don't agree with uh, Ron Paul, why are you opposed to him? And Chris, you've called in uh, from Charlottesville there to say that you are a former drug addict, a recovering uh, drug addict, and that you think that uh, Ron Paul's view point on the war on drugs is incredibly bad so tell me more about your story well i um for 17 years i used marijuana basically to self-medicate from a, a pretty horrific family situation and uh, that was the only way that i could really deal with it at the time um, became hooked on it and used it till i was 29 uh, took major major life uh, problems that i couldn't overcome in order to put it down as well as seeing the death of my parents, who were both drug addicts. Uh, that was very... Were they marijuana addicts? Uh, no, my father was an alcoholic, and my mother was uh, prescription drugs. And, okay. you know, they were, they were also self-medicating. And I think that that's one of the major reasons that I'm, I'm against Ron Paul, is that most people in our country and most people in other societies, um, they use drugs to self-medicate. That's mostly why people do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they do it without necessarily knowing it. I didn't know it until I got clean, until five years after I got clean, when I got into the step work and actually found out what damage had been done. And, um, you know, when, when we put these situations where people are, are running from their lives, which is what I was doing, and we enable that, um, I think we're severely compromising who we are as a people to have so, a free country. I'm curious. Do you think that we could solve the alcoholism problem in the United States by incarcerating people who uh, drink and use alcohol? I think that if they if that if that adds to their bottom and they hit their rock bottom by by um, having to do a prison sentence and they get into the rooms and they do the twelve steps, I think that's the best way. The twelve steps. So is I'm curious. I, I, I want to take society. a little further. Um, tobacco, big killer. I mean, it kills people. Do you think that pe- that America would be better off if we incarcerated people who use tobacco? Uh, no, because tobacco does not make people's lives unmanageable. Uh, it, it shortens them. I mean, uh, you know, my, both my it grandmother and my father died from from cigarettes. Sure, that's fine, but it doesn't make their lives unmanageable. And you're They're saying marijuana does. It. Oh, I know it does. Okay, well, before before you go on, now, I can't consume caffeine. Um, Ask my partner here, if I have a Diet Coke, I go over the deep end. There are people with allergies to caffeine, and I'm one of them. I mean, I just flip out. It is a drug, and it affects me adversely. Do you think my life would be better if I was incarcerated for using caffeine? No, um, we haven't deemed ourselves as a society to see, to see that tobacco and caffeine and alcohol are uh, worthy of jail time. Now, you kill somebody. Uh, wait, wait, wait. If, if I'm in a society with you, then we haven't deemed uh, that marijuana is worth it because I don't think marijuana is worth incarcerating people for either. So whatever society well, is, I don't think you, you get to define it. Well, I think that everybody has a free opinion in this country, thank God. The more drug well, unfortunately, we your have, opinion is more, that you want to lock me more, into a cage. Whoa, 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 Chris. Unfortunately, more, your opinion is you want to lock me and my friends into a cage. 
No, no, I, I don't. I didn't say that. The more people that we have that are addicted to drugs, making social policy, the less chance we have of being able to express our opinions. You sir. think that Ron Paul's addicted more, to drugs? More chance of a tyranny. There's much more chance of a tyranny. This is Hold a very, on. very great gift we've been given. Wait, I'm, I'm confused, Chris. I've got some more questions for you. We can't take it lightly. I've got some more questions for you, Chris. I really want to know Bill what you w. think. Hold on, before Bill you go w. on, I really w. would like w. to know what AA. you think here because it, you Bill said. W. from AA said that, uh, that we can't let a good idea get in the way of the best idea. Well, I think and it's a terrible idea to lock peaceful it. people in a, in a cage who haven't harmed anyone else, but yet that's what you've advocated here tonight. Maybe I misunderstood you. Let me make sure I'm clear. You're saying that people who smoke marijuana all have a problem and need to be put in a cage. Is that right? I'm saying that people who habitually use it every day probably need to stop in order to uphold our republic. That's and the I'm best saying. way to get them to stop is throwing them in a cage, along with alcoholics, right? Or, uh, people who if use that alcohol, adds right? to their bottom, sir, and that causes them enough pain, the only thing that got me to change was pain. So, well, I, I've got <laughs> to say, you're you the, to say the, that the I small need to minority of Americans that think that uh, alcohol should who be made I? illegal. I'm not telling you you need to change, sir. I'm telling you what I had to do. I am not well, making I don't, any but Is it possible that your, your story is I am only sharing with you. I'm sharing with you what happened in my Chris, great. I'm, glad, you know, I'm sorry to hear that you had a tough time with marijuana, but business. right now, Chris, in this country, <laughs> there are millions of people that use marijuana on a recreational basis, in some cases on a daily basis, and they have absolutely no problem functioning in their life. They are responsible, productive members of society, and you're advocating that they be thrown in a cage. Do you realize how uh, destructive that is? I'm, I'm realizing more destruction from um, people that are using that substance in, 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 uh, in, instead of accepting their responsibility in a free society. Who we are you to, to say, who are you, be. Chris, who are you to say yeah. that by my use of marijuana, and I've been using it for my whole adult life, uh, the, yeah. who are you to say that I'm not accepting responsibility? I can't tell you, sir, to tell I can't tell you to stop. Nobody could tell me to stop. It's up to you to find out the time to stop. But I can tell you this for sure. I'm a much better person, much more responsible, and I can see things a lot more clearly now that I don't have that drug in my system. Many, and I'm religions, no many religions will use drugs to uh, get onto a higher plane. Uh, peyote comes to mind with, uh, with Native Americans. So do you think that they are wrong and that they should be thrown in jail for expressing sort of their religious beliefs? Maybe that's one of the reasons that the Anglos dominated the, the uh, Indians when we came here. Sort of what? In numbers. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been illnesses <laughs> like uh, syphilis and smallpox that probably killed most of the Indians. No, right. really, it's it's a matter of it's a matter of, um, of who's dominating in our in our in our world, sir. And you want to dominate peaceful life. people, you because you had a problem, Chris. Chris, because you had a problem, you want to dominate peaceful people. The Western way of life is the dominant way of life in the world, sir. There's a reason for it. We have to be responsible in order to carry freedom. It's not a gift. What are you talking about? You can't have freedom by throwing people in cages for smoking plants. That's not freedom. Right. Whatever you're talking about is not freedom. Freedom You can talk about this tyranny, and you can call it freedom, but it's not. You're the one who's advocating for tyranny, Mm -hmm. and uh, Chris, you're the little tyrant here because you believe that your story is completely applicable to everyone else who's ever used those drugs. And I'm telling you, you're wrong. I'm telling you that I am plenty productive and I'm plenty responsible. I've gotten to where I am today in life, which is, you know, the host of a talk show on over 100 radio stations, because I'm responsible and I'm someone who honors my agreements and I'm somebody who can get a job done when I need to get it. you smoke pot like a choo-choo. No, that's not okay, true, Mark, not what? like a choo-choo. And, and guess what? <laughs> I, I can also tell you, because we're in a free world, in a free country, 
That's that you nonsense, were wrong Chris. And you're in denial. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's my opinion. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. I'll bring Chris back here in a moment because uh, he's How absolutely can you be outrageous. In denial if you're not having, you know, there, there aren't the effects. I mean, right? I, I, I've seen the effects of addiction. You don't seem to have them. One eight five five four fifty free. That's correct because marijuana isn't a physically addictive drug. No, I mean, it's, it's more addictive than ice cream. Right. Chris has an addictive personality, and the the problem is with Chris, and the problem is with Chris because he wants to throw peaceful people in a cage. That's tyranny, and it's not freedom. Free talk live. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at WeUseCoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at SpendBitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via SpendBitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at AU.SpendBitcoins.com. Once again, that's SpendBitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. They're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. And here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Don't forget, we have a mobile site. For those of you with a smartphone would like quick access to our live streams and podcast, just visit m, as in mobile.freetalklive.com. That's m.freetalklive.com. You can get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. You can do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different liberty sayings. I like to go over the website at uh, libertystickers.com and just read some of them. Uh, you know, there's uh, one here at the top says, wake up and smell the fascism. The only thing that government does well is nothing at all. And they have all kinds of other um, you know, bad criminals go to jail. The best go to Washington a good one. LibertyStickers.com. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. It's LibertyStickers.com. All right. Chris is still on the line here with us listening in Charlottesville to WCHV. So far, he's told us uh, his personal story that uh, he believes he was addicted to marijuana. He believes that it uh, it had a negative effect on his life. And so, therefore, his personal experience must be the same as everyone else's. And so everyone else should be thrown in a cage who smokes marijuana and who drinks alcohol uh, because, well, in his opinion, He's if not firm on alcohol. Go ahead. Let, no, what? he said throw alcoholics in a cage because it will it will hit their rock bottom. It'll make their rock bottom even more rocky. It'll make their bottom even further down, and so therefore it will encourage them to be better people when they get out. Of course, of course, he's ignoring the fact that when you get thrown into a cage, you usually lose your job. And there are plenty of functional family, alcoholics. House, right? Your family gets screwed over. You might not be able to make your rent payments, so they get thrown out into the street. Uh, but you know, all that aside, it's okay because it's the rock, rock bottom for that person. But I'd like to point out there are plenty of alcoholics out there who are what you call functional alcoholics. They drink at night, but they still get up in the morning to go to work. And these people, you're going to destroy their lives by putting them in a cage. And there are plenty of marijuana users who are not uh, addicts. They're not, you know, they don't have to have marijuana. It's just something that they use for recreational purposes. And uh, he believes those people should be put into a cage because, again, I think the issue here is that, Chris, you have an addiction issue. 
uh, you were addicted to marijuana, not because of marijuana, but because you have an addictive personality. There have been plenty of, uh, you know, there's been studies that show that marijuana is not an addictive drug. It's just that some people who have addictive personalities can get addicted to it. So uh, I'm just sorry to hear that you keep using terms like freedom as though your position is somehow pro-freedom. You're talking about locking people in cages. That's in no way a advocacy of uh, freedom in the in a free world, and we don't live in one, but in a free world. World, people would be able to live their lives how they want to, so long as they don't harm anyone else. And my personal choice of recreational drugs to use uh, is in no way affecting you. Well, I'm I'm not I'm not calling for you know to, to attack people personally. I'm just sharing my own my own experience. Well, when and when you advocate thing, someone one, one be thing. thrown into a cage, Chris, well, that's on, that's an on, attack. Hold on, why, why don't you let me finish? Yep. Okay, we're the Okay, when I when I when I got clean. My head got clear. I started doing actions that were more helpful to who I am as a human being and to my community and to my family. Before that happened, I could care less about any of that, including myself. Now, when I started reading, which is, you know, I read fairly well, but I hadn't read since high school. When I started reading, I started reading the founders. And one thing that George Washington said, who was a great man, the father of our country, is that government is a necessary evil. And I agree with him. And I agree with your point that it'd be nice if we didn't have to have government, sir, and it'd be nice if we didn't have to have laws. But that's not the reality of the situation. We're human beings, and you we know, need to have order. George okay? Bush I don't, I don't agree with oppressive order, George, George and I don't agree with hemp, right? the government getting into people's business more than needs to be. I'm a very liberty-oriented person, believe doesn't me. Sound like it. But I also realize... I if also you're liberty-oriented, you have to respect other people's freedom. And Mark, you had a great question. Yeah, um, you know, Washington grew hemp, right? And that they throw people in jail for that now. Do you, do you know why they grew hemp back then, sir? Uh, to make paper and ropes? Ropes for, 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 for ships. They weren't trying to smoke it. Plenty of people smoked pot back then, dude. <laughs> yes, but do you understand that they will yeah, throw people yeah, in jail? I don't, think, I don't think you have your history correct, They'll sir. throw people in jail think, yeah, today. I, think, I to, think your history is mistaken. You to, need to read a little bit more. No, okay? I, I've read plenty. I'm going to tell you that Would you stop experience. talking for a second? You, you understand a that more. they will throw me in jail for growing hemp to make ropes, Right. Well, the thing is, is that when you see yes the problems no. that happen over in Europe as a result of them getting rid of, of the marijuana laws, the, 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 uh, the age you know, of first-time use, yeah, the age hold on. of first-time use, high school use has dropped in Amsterdam. Use, the age of first-time right. use has gone down three years. Every year they have taken away the marijuana laws. That yeah. means first that you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, oh my goodness, you're talking about Chris. toddlers smoking pot now. You don't know what you're talking about, Chris. Uh, they haven't taken away the marijuana laws in Europe. There is Portugal one area. And yeah, there are a couple of areas in Europe where they have done some level of decriminalization. And yeah. in Amsterdam, in Holland, uh, they have seen, as you were saying, Mark, but he was talking so he couldn't hear you. Uh, you were saying that uh, the youth there use pot less than right. the youth in High this country. High school usage has diminished in um, these areas where right. marijuana laws have been uh, you know, decriminalized because, because of the forbidden fruit aspect. It's gone. It, yeah. There's no longer a forbidden fruit there. And in Portugal, they've decriminalized all drugs, all per- personal, you know, personal amounts of all drugs, and they've seen drastic uh, decreases in the amounts of drug addicts so that they have there. So go ahead and read there. that. They have drastic 
decreases in the amount of violent crime and drug-related crime uh, that happens there. So, look, if you want people to be more free, if you want, if you respect freedom, and Chris is talking a good game about respecting freedom uh, at the same time while at the other side of his mouth talking about putting people in cages, uh, you have to respect people's choices. And that means you have to respect their choice to do something that you wouldn't do or to do something that you think is dangerous. I don't think jumping off of a cliff is a very good idea. But some people, that's their idea of a good time. And I would never tell them that they shouldn't be able to do what they think is a good time. As long as they don't land on my house, I think it's okay for them to jump off a cliff and do their base jumping or whatever it is that is exciting to them. There's nothing wrong with people making choices in their own lives that you disagree with. Whatever you like to do, somebody out there thinks it's a bad idea. Let's talk to Josh in Kentucky. You're on Free Talk Live. Josh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talk right into your phone. A little quiet. All right. Uh, see, I'm in the same shape as Chris in a way in that I'm a recovering addict also. But he has that. This is because he, he said some things that, that gave it away. He mentioned steps and meetings and all this. Bill W. Yeah, yeah. See, when it, I, I did that, too. But, see, you have to accept God. You have to admit that you are, you know, completely desolate on your own. And then you have to turn your life over to a sponsor or another person or God or, you know, whatever. Uh, it, it takes away the ability to think for yourself. And he he's lost that ability to think for himself and been brainwashed into thinking, that everybody else underneath the sun knows better than what we know ourselves. I, I, look, I'm a recovering drug addict, but I'm the first one to say it should be decriminalized because whenever I was in jail, the only thing that did was made me a better criminal. Mm. You know, this is true uh, for a lot of people that go into jail because they'll they'll mix up all the different criminals together, the drug criminals, the uh, the, the thieves, the, the violent criminals, and they'll mix them together and they'll learn each other's trade. I was in prison myself, and I can tell you within the first couple of months, I learned how to hotwire a car. I had a guy teach me how to storm a bank. Um, I mean, I, I had all kinds of, of, of you know, of these criminals. Uh, some right. guy who's talking about boosting, showing, showing you how to go around stealing stuff from stores. Not to mention, you can still get drugs in prison oh yeah that's just oh, goes to show yeah. how impossible it is to control drugs hey josh thanks for the call man appreciate it uh, 855-450-FREE sid's on the line in indiana sid you're on free talk live what's on your mind tonight hey guys what a funny show this caller for, was he from oregon uh no that was the, were you talking about the uh, the drug warrior yeah he was from yeah. charlottesville west uh, virginia oh, oh my god um, you want me to hold for this commercial? I certainly do, Sid. You just hang on. We'll come back. More with Sid here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, I mean, Chris would be funny in his, all of his absurdity if he weren't advocating for caging peaceful people. Like, that really gets to me when people do that stuff. More coming up here. You can take control of the airwaves in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. 
Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call if you're on the line. If you're not, well, you probably can't get in tonight. But that's okay because we do it seven nights a week. So if you didn't feel like you got a chance to get in tonight or maybe you didn't get enough your thoughts out tonight, uh, Mark hosts the Sunday evening version of this program, which is available same time over at freetalklive.com uh, tomorrow night. We that's right. Seven nights a week. So Seven nights a week. Always plenty of time for you. Uh, we're going to continue here with your thoughts. 855-450-FREE is the number here. The website, freetalklive.com. And let's go back to Sid listening in Indiana. Sid, you're back on Free Talk Live. Hey, so guys, I get to close things out, eh? Not quite. There are other folks that want to talk, but uh, well, you're close. okay, I'll, I'll make it real quick because I'll, I'll be brief and I, I won't get um, weird. You've had enough weird. <laughs> hey, um, I I love this show. I, I look forward to my Saturdays and I listen uh, while I do things around the house. So mm-hmm. I, I want you to know that. Uh, also, I want you know I love New Hampshire. I've been waiting for this weekend so that when these Republicans get in front of freedom-loving people that know how to how to have a voice, uh, poor Rick will be ready to go back to the san- sanitarium. I hope so. <laughs> well, he'll 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 have had enough of what real questions are about when he's done with you guys. He's getting beaten up. Good. Good. Excellent, Sid. What else did you want to share tonight? No, no, that's it. You go to the next call. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Thanks for giving me permission. Let's talk to, <laughs> um, uh, let's go to Doug listening nice. to WTKG in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Doug, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. I heard your show a couple times. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, it's what we do. I go for it. I wanted to make a comment on gay marriage, but if I could, could I make a couple of comments that we've been talking about? Yeah, too? if you can keep yeah. them short, go ahead. I can keep them short. Uh, I don't have any problem with gay marriage. I have an older brother that's gay also. Um, but I don't think gays should raise children. I've talked to other gays that agree with this because homosexuality, it can't be normal in any species or else it wouldn't survive very long. And I think every child deserves a chance of normalcy first. You know, if, if you grow into a homosexual, then, well, that's you. You know, that's, that's more power to you. But I think every child needs a shot of normalcy Quick question first. on that point, Doug, because I've known some gay people who I thought would make great parents. Do you think that uh, a child would be better off in a, a, a you know relationship between two healthy uh, gay parents or a relationship between two uh, heterosexual abusive parents? Inside the house or outside of the house? Uh, inside the house. Uh, probably with the two gay parents. Yeah. See, I see plenty of, uh, you know, abusive uh, relationships out there in this uh, this country. And I think that, you know, obviously I'm not saying gay people couldn't be abusive, too. Uh, but I, I know gay people who are just some of the greatest folks and they're wonderful, principled, oh, uh, peace-loving, sure. liberty-oriented people. And there's no reason why I don't think they should be in somebody's home. There are plenty of single-parent households. I mean, there is no chance that every child in America is going to be in an ideal There uh, is no perfect family. Right, environment. Well, and so, I would bet. I would bet this that at taking that demographic of children that were raised by homosexuals, that you would see a higher instance of uh, self abuse and maybe even suicide and, and therapy and so forth. I'd, I'd love to bet, see the numbers on that. I would bet. I, that's, no, I don't know if that's true or not. We don't. I'd love to see them. Here, I would bet that's incorrect. <laughs> and you know what? I don't research these things, but I know someone who does. Uh, Dalebert from the Flaming Freedom podcast and radio show, FlamingFreedom.com. FlamingFreedom.com. In fact, if you if you have internet access and can visit FlamingFreedom.com or LRN.FM, we host a show. Uh, you know, Free Talk Live is on a bunch of radio stations. We're also 
on a couple of uh, internet radio networks as well. And uh, Dale's show follows ours up now. It's, he's going to have his very first Saturday night show. And they've seen some of the research on this stuff. Uh, what I would suggest is you get in touch with flamingfreedom.com and talk to those guys. I know they're going to have open phones uh, tonight. They're going to be on the air after 10 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, check them out. See what oh, they I'm have to really say. I would, <laughs> I would love to hear you call their show. I would love to hear you call their show with that same point and see what they would say to it because they're much more studied on the issue uh, than oh. I am. Well, I'm planning on uh, getting internet radio because I'm sick of sports taking over the programs that I like to hear. I can <laughs> I can completely empathize with you on that point. And uh, Doug, hey, thank you. Do you, oh, do you guys have any uh, um, Wall Street, uh, Occupy Wall Street listeners, do you think? Oh, yeah. oh for sure. I mean, I've, I've gone out to Occupy Keene. I got a message for them. Yeah. In the USA, see, they're being duped. In the USA, and a lot of us are, you know, not just them, capitalism belongs to you and me. This is how we make our livings, you know. It doesn't belong to a government, just like marriage doesn't belong to a government. It, it, it's anything that can make a profit in our free market belongs to the people. Anything else that doesn't make a profit, we pay them to do it, you know? You know, if only we had a free market. And, Doug, thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Yeah. I don't. I think this this view of uh, you know gay, gays should be allowed to have kids comes from the idea that somehow uh, gays are more likely to be de- you know deviant and that uh, that there's something screwy about well, uh, being gay. I think the perfect and, family includes a uh, husband and a wife. I just don't think the perfect family does it include exist. a dog and a cat too. I'm not uh, certain about that. Yeah, well, I don't know what the perfect it's, family is. I, and well, I know the perfect I didn't family have wouldn't have allergies, so yes, but the dog never poops on the carpet. Let's continue here. Brian is listening in Oregon. I think people are different and different relationships Perfect doesn't exist. different ways. Yeah, exactly right. And I think what's better than what we have is getting kids out of the adoption centers and getting kids out of the right. orphanages. Two people that love them is far better than any you know other situation. Right. Let's talk to Brian listening in Oregon to KMED in Medford. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live. How you doing? Hey, great. What's up? Uh, well, I wanted to find out more about Ron Paul. See, I'm a, I'm a veteran. And I had my ears blown out in the uh, military. Oh, no. And I'm having a hell of a time trying to get things taken care of through our, our VA system. I bet you government. are. So, I am a veteran, yes. So what do you want to know about and, Ron Paul? I mean, obviously his website would probably be more useful than we are, but if you've got a quick question, we could try for you. Well, his, his uh, website would be great. I don't know what that is. But... RonPaul2012.com. 2012.com. That's Ron Paul 2012.com. You might be able to help me. Yes, sir. It's, it's like I don't understand how uh, the government can tell whether or not I should get what I'm supposed to be getting. I got a medical discharge, and, and these clowns are telling me, well, we have to wait. You have to see what your record says, and we have to vote whether or not you're supposed to be getting this. I mean, essentially. Well, they gave me new ears, but. I'm trying to figure out how I'm supposed to survive when they're trying to figure out how much money I'm supposed to get or what I'm not. Basically, to get. you're experiencing socialized medicine. I mean, whenever you're dealing with the Veterans Administration, you're experiencing, uh, you know, single payer health care, socialized medicine, uh, whatever you want to call it, government run health care. And from the vets I've talked to. It usually is not a good story. Uh, some some vets even believe their VA doctor is trying to kill them because they the doctor will get paid the same amount of money whether or not he has any patients. So, uh, yeah, yeah. 
I, I get it that they told you that they were going to take care of you, and now you know you're finding out the truth of the matter is that it's it's a less than desirable system. And Brian, I wish uh, maybe call us another time, tell us more about your experiences. I would love to hear about them. And again, RonPaul2012.com, you'll find that interesting. And of course, if you search for Ron Paul on YouTube, you'll probably find all kinds of things. Thank you for the call tonight. Let's get Mark in here, listening in New Jersey. Mark, where are you calling from in New Jersey? Uh, I'm on the turnpike, uh, you know, driving on turnpike. I drive a truck and. Uh um, from Virginia, and uh, man, I, I just I love you guys and your show, man. It's uh, wish more people could hear you guys. Get Charles' word out there because uh, it's real important. And are you listening on to, to broadcast radio? Or are you listening on XM? On uh, broadcast radio. Interesting. Okay, a lot of lot of truckers listen to us on uh, on XM. But uh, glad to hear you picked us up on uh, the radio bands. Well, I was I was coming out of Delaware when I picked you up. And, uh, Got it. You must but, have been uh, on WGMD then. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, um. You know, first off, I, I hate to go back, but the caller, you know, talking about locking everybody up, you know, uh, I, I'm 33 years old, and I've got three kids and a family, and, uh, man, when I was younger, I mean, up to 25 years old, man, I loved to smoke marijuana. I mean, it was, it it, uh, it helped with my nerves. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I had back, I've had surgery. It helps with my back pain. But, you know, with society the way it is, it's just uh, family first. So, you know, you, you can put things aside. And I, and uh, it's it's not addictive, you know. I, I just wish uh, they could do more studies and uh, get it out there because uh, people like that, man, they're that that's just you know who we don't need on the radio. Talking about. <laughs> I'm glad like you that, brought up you know, the medical like, aspect of it because we didn't even approach it from that. Yeah, uh, we that haven't aspect. talked about the healing that med- that marijuana can provide people and has provided many I people. Mean, people people with cancer, I mean, you know, can't eat stuff or, or nausea. It, it, and man, I'm telling you, it's the best cure for nausea out there my mom is 70 some years old and uh you know she she's had hip hip replacements and stuff and man you know she she would smoke if it was you know it wasn't if it was acceptable and her doctor would prescribe it to her she would be she would definitely you know or take a pill whatever way to help you know because man right now she's on uh you know painkillers and uh oh yeah that's a good uh those are horrible addictions to have and (laughs) many people uh, mark are addicted to painkillers that's right and that right there is an addiction okay absolutely it is i wish we had more time yeah mark thanks for keeping america rolling thanks dude appreciate it be safe on the roads out there and uh, again we'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com. 